Shaker song. song, and this is a song, this is an early American song, uh, and it really is uh, about those American values of simplicity and hard work, um, which, uh, and what I'm seeing around me, I don't know, simplicity in a way, for sure, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of extravagance too, but, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, getting like simplifying back down to like what just truly makes uh, like us happy at the core and that's right cultivating this this place for us to experience that and experience it together and have like the resources to do so the structure to do so the community true simplicity make it all happen and to have so many things here you, you don't have to go you know other places necessarily on the yeah. variety and um, of services and opportunities that are here. Yeah, it's like a little city unto itself. <laughs> That's right, the yeah. kingdom. Yeah. Uh, we like to joke around and um, call it the uh, sovereign state of the art. State of the art. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Because we really are living in this state of artistry, where we're all constantly working and creating on yeah. things, co-creating, mm -hmm. helping each other, just becoming stronger together. And uh, yeah, it's it, we uh, we need our own flag now, like a, yeah. a state yeah. of the art, you yeah. know. And pretend we can pretend to be a little sovereign country like until a the dragon. Or what are you feeling for the flag? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I guess maybe like definitely some kind a rabbit, of... but something oh, yeah. else could potentially Gotta be have a rabbit, of course. Yeah, yeah. maybe a yeah. like rainbow. White could be rabbit. like a rabbit, like. Um, like riding an eagle, like flying an eagle or, or something? We'll most likely all vote upon it. So we'll there probably we have a family meeting oh, and yeah. we'll we have a discuss yeah. what yeah. everyone would like and we'll incorporate it together yeah. in this. That's another thing. Um, so for, for our listeners who don't know, we're working with an um, organization uh, called Sapien Network to create yeah. a sort of network of DAOs, uh, decentralized autonomous organizations um, that uh, are sort of a part of this um, global republic of states, of DAOs, you know, that are all yeah. sort of sharing, um, you know, interacting with each other, trading services and, mm -hmm. um, you know, Just networking, bridging together other similar like-minded um, you know, structures, communities, yep. and environmental groups, nonprofits. Yeah. It's and, like uh, it, within these communities, we all kind of have um, things we specialize in, whether it's like how we, you know, serve our community and work together. But then it's, then it's like our community kind of is more focused in art. And it's like mm -hmm. we're connecting with these other communities that are more focused 
and things that they could help us with. And it's really amazing to just see how much we can really do, like, while we're connected. Yeah. Um, so we'll be in need of flags. Each of our little yeah, nations flags. in the uh, sovereign digital realms will need their own flag. And songs. Songs. We're talking <laughs> about, um, you know, advertising our services as an anthem production yes. uh, DAO, you know, whoever right. needs uh, musical services yeah. and little yeah. choruses yeah. and, and um, theme songs. Birthday songs. Birthday songs, yeah. So if, if anyone out there listening wants to support us and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we're... be the first, among the first clients of our DAO, then send us a message. Yeah. Autonomy is... Uh, an important part of it too. I mean, there's a connectedness, but then there's the uh, the autonomy. Um, mm. I feel like autonomy is something that's really important to think about right now in the world and the way things are. Having autonomy over our minds and our, our bodies and our destinies, and not relying on these external powers so much. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, not allowing that kind of to define our work, really. Absolutely, permissionless expression. I yeah. I do love that that concept um, of, uh, you know, like this is a place where you can come to express your art freely, you know, whereas, you know, downtown on the sidewalk, the venue owner, business owner, just someone walking by might call you in for a noise complaint or something. Right. Or, um, it's very much in alignment with the whole sort of ethos of blockchain and peer-to-peer and -peer networks where we're all equals. Um, you know, it's the ability to sort of transact and exchange value and express art without permission, without rulers, without middlemen, who, you know, without censors yeah. who are, you know, there to, to silence us. Or... Yeah, sharing responsibility, sharing mm -hmm. um, power. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is a responsibility. To have autonomy is a tremendous responsibility. You know? mm. Yeah. The, the authentic use of your voice is a responsibility Absolutely. to hold space like this too um, yeah resources abound yeah mm -hmm. so um, tell us a little bit about um, your journey how you wound up uh, down the rabbit hole um, happily uh, we'll tell you some details about probably starting with Cal Clements you know I feel Cal yeah. in this space so much oh yeah, mm. yeah. for sure and he's, you know, we've got his uh, tapestries here, and the yeah, vibe so of Rubber Soul is very much the same. It's just yeah. like, come as you are, you whatever are. you bring into the Donation space is bay. welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And no matter how you're showing up that day either, you yeah. know, it's like you're always mm -hmm. received and, and supported, and and you learn so much through the process, yeah. and, you're, and you're able to teach through the process as well. So, For um, those who don't know, Cal Clemens is a uh, an old Athenian, local Athenian, has been around a long time. I don't, sorry, Cal, if you're listening, I don't mean to call you old, but you've been around a while and, and you've left your mark in the city and we're sort of carrying on this, um, you know, he did a lot of clown shows and yoga and donation-based events and had a beautiful yoga studio and we've kind of adopted some of his stage curtains and we're kind of carrying on this uh, tradition. Yeah, and he talked also about, um, a lot about would be like the gift economy. Yeah. And that it'd be interesting idea when people show up and they bring what they have and we're open and honest with one another about what we need that um, that things just 
will flow in a much easier way. Yeah. Um, and and then here now we have our own currency too. Right? Oh so yes, like, the rabbit coin. Yeah, the rabbit. whole uh, and the uh, the NFTs yep. as well. Yep. But for me, it was yoga. Yoga is what started, opened up a lot of doors uh, to to musical abilities um, that I didn't know I had, and to uh, a lot of really beautiful relationships. And Alice has been here since the beginning of, of really the new the new place and um, has helped us with um, so much advice on just like making decisions together, has been participating in our meetings and also hosts a yoga, meditation and integration um, circle here for about a, a year now. A little close. over a year. Has it really been a year? Yeah. I think so. Maybe yeah. not. It feels like at least a year. Close, yeah. if not. Yeah. yeah. But it's you know that community has grown so much since the very beginning, and um, so glad to like open, you know, your services up here for you know mediation and counseling and hypnosis. Um, yeah. Just so glad you're here, and thank you for all that you do. Thank you for it. Yeah, it has the journey with the meditation. Uh, that was one of the first things when we were walking through the the warehouse as it was was imagining a uh, space for yoga and meditation yep. and it's been beautiful to see um, the community growing there uh, we do uh, yoga at five o'clock every wednesday and it's free and um, we provide instruction and we also do meditation at six and uh, the integration is at seven and the integration now i think is going to be more of um, like a raja yoga kind of uh, or, looking at sacred texts and then having, um, seeing what it opens up, you know, cool. in, okay. in the space. Love it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and you also have your own band that- Oh, that's right. You come to our Hidden Hair sessions, our Full Moon Jams. Um, Y'all have been recording in our latest recording sessions and looking to get you know, create some NFTs with us. Yep. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we actually selected one of your songs to be the sample track for our vault. So we've got oh this. Uh, Wait, thank you. Which you're very welcome. You know, I actually forget the name of it. Uh -huh. In fact, we should afterwards uh, do some, sometime do some work on titling all these mm. tracks because I had no clue. We were kind of in a rush to <laughs> publish all these songs on the day we said we would. And, and you got it done, and that was a lot of work. It too. was. I watched you. I, I only saw a bit of what you did, but yeah. that was uh, a lot of work and setup and the whole the whole project. It was a huge project. It is. Yeah. It was a lot bigger than I anticipated. I was like, whoa. I saw that. And then I realized I'm like the only one with these skills who can do it all. Yeah. And I was just like, I got it. That's why we're starting a training, like mixing sessions from now on are more like educational seminars mm -hmm. where people can love that. listen yeah. in and learn and I'll just empower them the way I do it yeah with that knowledge yeah mm -hmm. that's so much of I think what we all do here is like not just feeding a man a fish but you know teaching them and yeah, uh, yeah. giving them the tools of the craft absolutely you know, to work mm -hmm. with and even suggesting like other oceans to fish in you know, absolutely so yeah look over here it's yeah. very unusual space yeah to be in yeah. And it's so uh, inspiring. It's an inspirational space, for yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah, the band, the band is, uh, we're working very hard. Uh, I love my band, I love my bandmates. Um, 
material uh, that we're, we're looking at and um, the dynamics of the band are fascinating. The whole project has just been fascinating. You know, we started because one of our bandmates um, was really not feeling well about, and, and it was me as well. We were all not feeling well about the isolation and the, mm -hmm. the lack of practice, mm -hmm. you know, because it was such an important part of all of our lives for such a long time. And then it just dried up along with just about every other resource that we use to keep ourselves well even yeah gyms closed and yeah all this stuff coffee shops devastating and, yeah yeah not not a good space to be in psychologically mm -hmm. uh, actually for a lot of us a very dangerous place so we got together and we started playing music and focusing really on music that just made us feel good yeah um, songs yeah. that lifted our spirits and yeah at, at great peril relate. to the the public, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Archons. The the uh, at that time, you know, during COVID, we were kind of facing the similar. That's right. Uh, yeah. Issues where where we would be called out um, in public or in private as this super spreader place because we're a group of artists who, at this point, we're all like family. We're like mm -hmm. best friends. We're business partners with one another where you know this is um these are the this is our community this is who we love who gives us meaning in life and yeah, it was really difficult because we sort of classify as a you know a business and so we're treated like a gym sure. or something where they tried to force us to close down and mm -hmm. to turn people away um to criminalize us you know for doing business doing yeah and 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 doing business, but but doing life, doing mm -hmm. love, doing family, you know, yeah. every the things that everyone else was entitled to do, and, and just because you know our family is a little bigger, a little more people, um, a little looser in the rigid sense of the you know, rigid definition of the word. Um, yeah, I I really you know respect you for starting a band at a time when. Yeah. We were all told that that's not okay. You and singing was one of the things you were not supposed yeah, to do. Right. Yeah, it was on the list of like touching right. your face. Don't sing. Yeah. yeah. Don't even smile. Keep no, your mask not. on. And right. Like, you know, I think we all can agree singing is one of the only things that really brought us through that so that cute. time together yeah. was singing with one another. These special songs that kept us going, kept us feeling connected. And one. Yeah. Music is, is so powerful in that way. It's amazing to share musical experience with people. And it's something where you can sit down with three people that you know very well, or they could be people you just met, and you don't even really need to speak the same language uh, or know anything about each other, but you can enter a form of communication that is really a deep, uh, deep state to be. It can go really deep. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, that kind of, you know, um, makes me think of some friends you had mentioned you know how isolation is terribly destructive to our, our mental health right yeah. and um you know just this experience of you know operating the space for for many years um and, and throughout you know the pandemic and the lockdowns i witnessed so many of my close friends our close friends um just completely lose it you know not able to care for themselves take care of their bodies falling into drug abuse and, and in and out of rehab centers like the 
the devastation, especially to the arts community, where there's a lot of people that do have mental illness, or I like to call it mental. Um, I I see it not only as a, as an illness or like um, some people might, I don't know might say disability or something. I see it more as like um, I don't know artists are, are we're all sort of we've got this existential. Um, this struggle within us or some some uh, great um, we're just different a curiosity and that's what drives us to want to create art mm -hmm. and to express and to experience that that um, yeah. uh, sort of um, just tap into that mystical realm that's I you think know that's a, it's hard and to the rest of the world that, thinks that you know that we're crazy or that we're you know, mentally ill, and we're just, maybe it's because we're, we just have deeper, more depth in our emotion, and our experience, where we can feel extreme mm -hmm. sorrow, and depression, and at the same time, we feel extreme uh, joy, and harmony, and bliss through music, and yeah. we're able to sort of, whereas the rest of the world is very compressed, and rigid, and sort of everything's in a box, and copy and paste, and yeah, um, I'm thinking about a uh, European artist named Josef Boys. I learned about in art school, and he had a famous saying. He said, "Everybody's an artist." Yeah. And like as you're that. talking, I'm imagining that, like for me personally, and for a lot of people I know, it's not a it's not a uh, choice to be expressive in this way. Yeah. It has to happen, otherwise, it, there's an unwellness that yes. starts to take over. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like probably everybody, to some degree, has that need to express and a, a the way we live now, maybe it's just that people don't aren't given the space. Exactly, yeah. we all are, you know, these expressive beings, and we're here to, you know, share these experiences through um, different forms of expression. And um, I, I think it's important to, yeah, note that everyone has these emotions, has these feelings, but haven't been given the space or the structure and, and and the permission and the way you know communities have been set up or um, family structures have been set up have given people more isolation in their cubicle and their small family unit where um, you know they they yeah so many things go into it but yeah not having this um, these opportunities to uh, yeah, fully express themselves but there is a correlation I think like you're saying maybe between those of us who are who are expressive in this way and those of us who experience that mental discomfort however you want to talk about mm -hmm. it it's a really for me a challenging thing to talk about in mm -hmm. this context though yeah because it, it doesn't really feel descriptive but um, right you know, I was reading that in the in the Renaissance and in the in the older systems of medicine, they saw um, melancholy as uh, as really important for spiritual development. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When we look at the world, and it's a natural response, I think, for me when when I look at the world to to feel a sense of sadness and, and loss. Absolutely. Yeah. And then to also to have a response to it. Mm -hmm. And tapping into that sadness has brought us to want to find I just look up and I see that word happiness and in my personal journey that was something that really you know I had to get to 
such a low place to really strive for happiness and really find out what that meant for me and I think that during that time a lot of us were experiencing that um during this isolation we had time to think and had time to feel and um, it really brought us together because we we all aligned and I think at the core we all have kind of the same needs and the same uh, things that truly give us comfort the purest form and we all had a similar response to, well, maybe to life and to the pandemic. It's like we don't need anybody's permission to be ourselves mm -hmm. and, um, or to do business. Uh, you know, uh, I feel like maybe it, it could be that there are people who, who want to be expressive that don't feel like they're good enough or that their voices deserve to be heard or that what they have to say is not important or beautiful. But Forever opening up more and more to um, using our voices to really communicate um, our feelings and our experiences, our needs, what we don't like. <laughs> Boundaries. Yeah. So that's a lot of the work right now, for sure. feel like the um, the ethos of this space space um, you know is so very much aligned like with our, our um, adoption of blockchain and, and the sort of philosophy behind that of permissionlessness of, yeah. of designing systems that are um, really immune ultimately immune from human corruption and greed which in yeah. almost every bureaucracy and organization, no matter how good and pure the aim, they, they tend to devolve when, when you sort of concentrate these positions of power um, into one particular individual. Maybe that person's a great leader, but maybe when you know, they pass the baton or, or you know, successive generations, it's like this power can it allows for corruption to, to grow, to greed, to, to you know, uh, infiltrate an organization or for, um, you see this all the time in like regulatory agencies. It's like the corporations just buy the agency, they just buy it out, they elect yeah. whom they want to run it and you know, we pretend like we have all these, you know, regulations are good. Well, not if you can just, if this corrupt voting system that we have and gerrymandered election system just allows them to purchase those regulatory seats you yeah know? i know so, and don't get me started on the election yeah let's not even <laughs> but you're right uh, who who is in who is in where is autonomy in all of this right and why is it that all of this stuff can go on right in front of our faces and we still don't know who these people are that we right. this plane you know right. we still don't have these answers yeah uh, it's it's mind-boggling yeah but now we have these technologies too, you know, and information is not what it used to be. It's a commodity That's right. you know, That's right. and a currency. And the, the big ethos, the big sort of mission statement, I think of blockchain is empowering people, giving them back the sovereignty over their voice, their right. data, their expression. Yeah, economic um, choices. Their economic choices, their ability to save money, the store value in the midst of unprecedented central bank money printing and inflation that 
ultimately benefits the 1% most, you know, the banks and ownership yeah. class, you know, yeah. it's, uh, it's a fascinating system. What really, it really excites yeah. me is like the future of being able to like buy land together and, and sure. this one unit yeah. of, um, individuals and not just one person having ownership over the land and its resources, but knowing that many people invested not just money, but time and energy yeah. and all these. Yeah, sweat equity. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I trust when people are in the right space. I trust the intelligence within within people. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. we're not. We really, at the core, we want the same things for ourselves yeah. and for our families and our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like we're trying to control things. Uh, and right, and that that all comes from this lack mindset of. There's not enough for all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, I think it's it's like a top-down conditioning, too, to obey authority and to not be able to function without authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah. Because then for you're sure. completely vulnerable to authorities who don't have your best interest at heart. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like my job at this point, now that I've you know spent these five, ten years sort of gathering all the assets and the knowledge and the, the space, um, is to sort of... Uh, disintegrate away my own responsibilities into the community you know this is the idea of sort of progressive decentralization that a lot of other organizations are i think in in that dynamic you would get to find out what authentic leadership looks like because now the community is it's up to the community to determine your status as a leader within the community right so it's your vision and your personality and your charisma and and your um you know, even-handedness that mm-hmm. you've rewarded for. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's uh, it's not going to happen overnight, but I really look forward to yeah. learning from other um, DAOs and organizations out there. The one that comes to mind right now uh, is City DAO. It's a very um, sort of groundbreaking experiment in decentralized land ownership, which ultimately I feel like is the the final state. The the, the goal of Rabbit Hole someday wow. is yeah. to be owned and governed collectively on chain you know through these decentralized systems that um you know don't rely on the trust of a third party or a middleman or a you know uh, a bank you yeah know? um and i i think the when we think about how much power has been usurped from us you know through the banking system yeah. fractional reserve lending where you know we're we only get you know point zero one percent interest in our accounts, but they reap you know unlimited, they, unlimited amounts, unlimited. exponential loans upon loans, debt yeah. upon debt to enrich themselves and to corrupt countries and yeah. Um, I, I think the power of this you know decentralized technology, peer to peer payments, um, truly scarce assets uh, like Bitcoin and even art. You know, there's a scarcity to art as a as a store of value you know depending on yes on the type of art you're supporting or the, the i completely agree with the art the the uh, the value of art is it feels lost in in the structure of our culture right now yeah you know, mm-hmm. we have these bizarre caricatures of art that are promoted through media that are just sending these messages that are and the whole thing is suspicious um, yeah, but then mm-hmm. to have uh, to know so many artists who struggle and who are really talented, 
um, but have tr- a difficult time finding their place in the economy of, right. of things. Right. You know, because really art, when it's art, it's not really a thing so much. Um, it may be an object, but it's more of an experience. An experience, yeah. absolutely. That's why we're so excited to have, like, you know, um, just getting away from the algorithms, you know, and and being able to have a place where we can put our art and our music and... Yeah. Um, a synthesis of the digital and the material, right? The, mm-hmm. Which is, I think, why we're trying to make our, our NFT artworks... Um, they're more like signed copies of art. And, and, and the real value, I think, is, is the fact that it can grant access to, you know, during special events, yeah. uh, during our public events, some of which are ticketed, uh, members who hold our NFTs are allowed access to our backstage lounge. Right. Uh, for that evening. Yeah, there's always uh, so much. Have Bonnaroo was really a uh, success. It was yeah. a big success. It was good to see the space. Yeah. And uh, how the festival flowed, It was. Um, yeah. I was really impressed with the quality of the talent and the variety of the talent yeah. that was there. So diverse. Mm-hmm. That two-day lineup, that was impressive. That like, was really that impressive. Was, yeah. And now we have the church starting Native American yes. church. Yes. Um, August 7th will be our first meeting. Mm-hmm. Our brother Robert Costa is uh, the, the head of the church. He's going to be delivering a message and mm-hmm. um, we'll be doing music also and uh, do prayers and ceremonies. And a potluck. And food. Yeah. Yeah. Food. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I celebration. Like, we'll, 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 I love how he worded it a spiritual, spiritual celebration. celebration service yes. to just worship, play music, and um, share food together. Yeah. Nourishing yeah. food. We'll have to get him on the podcast. I would love to see that. Yes. Yeah. Tell his vision quest story. Yeah. 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 We also have a school starting up. Incredible. It really does feel like full circle for me. Um, you know, after I was evicted from high school for uh, possessing marijuana, the heinous oh, crime, yeah. which, you know, there should be no recourse, no chance of. Forgiveness. Forgiveness for the same as crime. Um, <laughs> after that, I was uh, actually spending a lot of time in Peru, um, really opening up my spirituality to the more native and indigenous uh, point of view. You might call it animism or sh- shamanism. Right. Um, which is to really behold the earth as a living being, to see the um, the universe as a living entity rather than this cold, dead, meaningless, accidental thing that... Could belong to someone. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but um, it's really great to, like, you know... Because I spent time in spaces sort of like this, uh, community spaces and hostels and mm-hmm. um, micro-farm eco-villages in Peru, and, and uh, to see it come full circle is a real... Uh, real joy you know to sort of invite that indigenous wisdom and that spiritual tradition into our community space right to really return this land and this space to our ancestors our yeah our elder brothers of the uh, the native americans and that's what uh you know robert really talks about is the seventh generation that's why he named his church the seventh generation is yeah um, that hopi prophecy yeah there's a prophecy Crazy Seven birds. nations of the earth yeah. shall rise together, birds. and the, the rainbow people shall walk amongst us. And 
the uh, he always tells us it's yeah. our generation yeah. Yeah. I, things are definitely we'd have lots shaking. of rainbows here yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so many <laughs> I painted like a massive room yeah. of yeah. rainbows you can purchase our NFTs and get access to this rainbow room at any time and www.rabbitholestudios.org slash vault that's where you can listen to JC's music as well my now right. one yeah. you can listen to that sample you can buy a key to the vault keep it in your wallet it's yours forever you can choose to resell it if you wish it's an investment in our community and in our record label and uh, gets you access to the rainbow room yeah and you can come make music with us at the full moon yeah Oh, um, yes. We make yeah. spontaneous music all day long, and um, some some is more intentional. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's many opportunities to to come to our free events. And... Wow, I feel like we could just go on and on. I know. Is there anything <laughs> that you want to bring to the table, JC? Or um, I think that. Um... We talked about yoga at 5 o'clock Wednesdays, meditation mm-hmm. at 6. We talked about the uh, open mic Tuesday right, nights. Right, Tuesdays, yep. And, mm-hmm. uh, all the exciting things happening in the space. Uh, this has been a really interesting experience sitting here with the lights and the camera. I appreciate uh, yeah. all of it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, thank, thank you, you Cassie. Oh, oh gosh, our, yes. Our friend Cassie yeah. Gentile set this all up for us. Thank you, Cassie. So much talent here happening here. It's amazing what's happening. It is. It is. We've really reached uh, escape velocity, you might you might say. Um, what about where uh, where can people learn more about you? Website content. Oh yeah, my website is uh, mynawa dot one. M y n a w a dot o n e. Correct. Yeah. 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 What does that mean again, Mainawa? Mainawa, well, you were talking about the indigenous people in Peru and in other places, and I was with the Yawanawa in Brazil and had a similar experience of community. Um, yeah. And earlier when I was talking about art, the value of art in this community being uh, how art is seen in the current social structure, I think community is, is also grossly undervalued and, and not really experienced in the way that it was by our ancestors. Absolutely. Um, and I got to see that in, in Brazil with the Yawanawa and how they care for one another and how just interwoven, every, everybody's interdependent. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not like, for it's not a greedy, it's not, there's no room yeah, for Yeah, dog eat dog, individualist, yeah. you know, you know, man, you know, who, whoever can steal or, or take the most wins. It's not right. a winner take all thing, you know. But it was it was a beautiful experience and such a valuable lesson so many valuable lessons from that experience wow yeah mm-hmm. but that's where the word came from my now when i was there um the 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 shaman there well she she gave me the name my now uh as a yaw as a yawanawa name wow. and she told us that the name is um that there's a tribe it's one tribe and it's called my and that the Mainawa is the origin of Pachamama, right? that when we're, where we are together in Mainawa, where everybody's there connected. Um, and this is my understanding of what she told me. And, 
that in Mainawa everyone is connected as one tribe and that in that place we dream of a place where we can be different we can be disconnected mm -hmm. from one another where we can experience what it's like so that when when you look at a person you're not aware that you're looking at yourself you think you're looking at someone else mm -hmm. um, and then what can happen in a world like that uh, mm -hmm. because all this crazy stuff can happen all, all of it the good and the bad um, So that's what I called my um, the band. We called my Nawa, and we do some music from the Yellow Nawa as well. Uh, the band, uh, and then also sometimes uh, I I've been known to use my Yellow Nawa name in in uh, in this context as well. So okay. yeah, one track, and it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder to me, you know, to stay present with the fact that it's all connected all the time. How I feel about things, uh, it doesn't change mm -hmm. anything. Really, that connection is there, and mm -hmm. resources are available. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, JC. Yes. Um, this has been a Rabbit Hole Studios DAO podcast. Yes. Um, I'm your host, Nini. And Vivi. And uh, we look forward to the next time. Thank you. Um, I think we should real quick, while it's still filming, do an introduction because I forgot to do this. So. Okay. Um, and we'll just say we're, you'll play a song. Do you want? Did you feel good about that song? You want to keep mm. that one? Okay. Then we'll yeah, just I could say, see fading into it. You know. Perfect. Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Rabbit Hole Studios podcast. We're here today with JC Jones. Hello. And we'd like to start this episode out with a song. Would you want to say a quick introduction about the song? Wonderful. Yeah, this, um, thank you. This is a, a Shaker song. This is a song, an early American song um, about what it's like to be free. Let's begin. Mm -hmm. 